0: Space. It never ends. It never will. And yet, here you are, drifting through the nothing. Will you float? Or will you sink? To the place where the mind melts and the body dies? Below the surface of reality. Here, the only thing you know is you and the stories you carry. The Cryopod Tapes Weird by Dean M. Drinkell. Here, everything is different. My eyes dangle from their sockets, yet in the distance, I see black liquid cascading from skyscrapers like a waterfall. An ocean of ash drowns the streets and roads, but in my bubble I swim alone, safe from the furious volcanoes below. Red velvet curtains are yanked apart by the hands of YHWH. An empty applause rings out, more than one tear is shed. An angelic choir sings glorious hosannas to the dearly departed. I am dead, as are all the others, entombed in their membranes, floating through the heavens, nuclei in a sea of cells. Their screams vibrate within my core, but my own cry is silent. We are equal, the rich, the poor, the black, the white, the men, the women, the straight, the gay, none of that matters anymore. Absolute destruction has unified everyone. The stench of rotten vanilla fills my nostrils. We are legion. At the precipice of bereavement, I step forward. In the sky above, a bright light shimmers and vanishes, transposed by something other. I thought they were clouds being blown along a gentle breeze. But clouds don't have beating wings. How wrong could one man be? My wisdom is dangerous. One of them appears. Dancing. Reaches out and touches the silky film that protects me. It pulls its talons away. A bizarre ballet begins. Though this thing is no Salome. Even if it wants my head on a silver platter. If its aim was to seduce, then it has failed and once obvious that I was having no physical or emotional reaction. It bows its head, unfurls its wings, and plummets towards those damned volcanoes dissipating amongst the flames. My neck is broken. I can't see my body in its entirety. There is a coldness to my flesh. I feel every exposed nerve. Sinewy pipes connect me directly to the bubble, trying to stem the blood which flows from several deep wounds I have suffered. Sweat gushes from my palms, my torso, my forehead—a dark, salty liquid which scratches me ever so. Can taste it on my tongue. I try to move, but I'm locked tight. Something is lodged at the base of my spine, between my legs, opening the flesh, tearing the muscle. Reworking the veins. The creature returns. Its wide eyes stare at the blackness of my soul, laughing at my plight, feeding my despair. When it turns towards the broken city and lets out a profound groan of such intense misery, I understand its pain. I see what it sees. Do we share the same eyes? Feels what it feels. Do we share the same soul? It longs to be back amongst the concrete, the metal, the glass. I know this because I long to be there also. We are entwined in a macabre embrace. I am its prisoner. He is my jailer. Sleep had taken me, though I had no recollection of how long. My skin is starting to parch due to the heat from below. Cracks appear. Between those skyscrapers, those concrete behemoths crawling across the skyline like an army of wounded mammoths, I spy a golden spiral. No, a ribbon. It seems electrified. Sparks of fusion cataract from its center, surging power, illuminating the heavens momentarily before sputtering into nothingness. An array of dying embers... Eons pass as I watch that ribbon spin closer and closer towards me, its light threatening to engulf what has become my pale, translucent, my perishing soul, surrounding me with such energy, no, voltage. Ah, is that what I've become? A human battery? If so, then let the current enlighten me. My mind drifts back to that day. That day when. The supermarket. We'd argued. We shouted. We fought. She was moaning at me because of something insufficient. Rhea. Rhea was her name. That was it. How could I forget her? Shouting. Banging her fists on the table. Knocking the glass to the floor where it smashed into a billion tiny pieces. Her face reflected in each shard. Bread? Bread? All this chaos, all this confusion had been caused by bread. For fuck's sake. We had run out. That had been the cause, though not the symptom of the argument. I had grabbed my jacket, my keys, my wallet, stormed off to the supermarket, picked up the insufficient loaf from the shelf, Felt like a day or two out of date. That was all they had. Something on my shoulder and... 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 nothing. The blinding light. Then darkness. Then ice. I want to scream as the ribbon spins closer. It desires me. There is nothing I can do to avoid its unwonted gaze... No choice but to lean back as it electrifies my bubble, shocking my limbs, snapping at my feet, and I tremble through a crack in eternity. Something smashes me across the face, and in the bright light I see the ribbon in all its glory. It is actually nothing of the kind. It is something altogether different. Who... What are you? I ask. It stares at me. Before shooting itself into space, into time, screaming and wailing, long hair trailing behind it like the tail of a comet. A supernova. The thing frowns, pulsating between red, then blue, then green, white, orange, purple, and black. Except for that golden symbol stamped across its forehead between its eyes. That remains constant. I am dead! It screams as it returns. I am Shatter of Worlds. The Alpha. The Omega. ahura Mazda. Those booming words splinter heavens above and below, outside and inside. My bones shudder to their threat, promising to shake me apart. I tremble in their wake. Stop, please. I plead, trying so hard to turn my face away. Blood and other fluids leak from my orifices. Piss and shit aren't the worst of it. The light is extinguished. Black smoke works its way into my pores, swimming and slithering across my face, in my ears, my nostrils, between my lips. Why should I do what you want? It whispers eventually, a shadow of his former self. Why do you send me to bow to you? I have forged the verses of the divine fire. Tell me what you are. Tell me whose image you are made in. Because. Because is all I can muster. It holds up its hands, and I see the words that have been scorched into its palms. And with that, time and all its meaning vanishes. It's over. This is the end of days. My head is literally spinning. I used to be able to run my fingers through my long blonde hair, but now that is impossible. If nothing else, because of the metal caps screwed deep into my skull emptying my mind, one memory at a time. I do not believe I have hair, nor nails, nor fingers, nor toes. A bell rings and stars fall from the firmament, taking me with them. As I drain away, I feel hands try to put my body together again from the dirt, the soil, the clay, the mud which makes me quiver in shame. It isn't just my nakedness that embarrasses me, It dawns upon me that those ruined buildings were nothing of the kind. They were branches of a gigantic tree. That black liquid had solidified into a canopy of millions of rotting leaves. The corruption fuses one to the other, burnt, singed, scorched. Yet each one illuminated with a golden symbol at their heart. I have to remember who I was. I have to remember everything before I disappear completely. I think about my name, about my real name, the pain in my brain doing its damnedest to confuse me. The shadows are closing in. I'm afraid, really afraid. Who am I? Vincent? Emile? Kevin? Etienne? Ives? Sarah? Anne? Scott? Why can't I remember? voice wasn't mine. My mouth is opened, and something is forced deep inside. tov wa ra Sound is the foundation to everything. In the beginning. In the beginning was the word. A silver box appears. As it opens, an old black and white film is projected. I continue to stare until one of my eyes comes over all misty and I see only half of it. It seems to be a horror movie. Someone being bludgeoned to death in the supermarket. The pierce de resistance reveals the killer hacks off the victim's head with an axe and gouges out his eyes with his fingers, drinking his blood, feasting on his brains. I never liked horror films. Never quite believed them. Poor man. I wonder who he was. I must admit, there is something familiar about all this. Where art thou? Where art thou? Where art thou? The killer repeats to himself over and over again, collapsing to the floor, reaching out for someone to touch him. That's all he wanted. the touch from another human being. But he could only articulate that with violence. After all, would want to touch him. This was the crux to the matter. God speaks, but no one listens. My one good eye flutters open. The buildings have vanished, replaced by a scarlet smile separating blue from green. A dark red hue elucidates the stratosphere. Seemingly it's an ocean and I'm hurtling towards it. It wants to welcome me. The bell has ceased, but now, something else, a beating, drums, a tattoo, I am holding my breath, my chest, my lungs ache, breathe, a shadow whispers, I have no choice but to acquiesce, I wonder who it was that spoke, a transparent presence, but like magic, it flickers into existence, hovering there, pulsing electric blue luminosity when it speaks. Xylon, Tess, Zoes. It states with a cruel grimace. A wind rushes about me, blowing my newfound breath away. Answer one question, I ask, when I'm capable. Speak. Who? Who am I? It pauses. Adam. You are Adam. Adam. I repeat the word. Somehow it seems right, but... There will always be consequences. I begin to reply, but the howling wind smothers my words. It caresses my face with its talon, grabs the back of my neck, and kisses me. There was a harsh jab in the center of my stomach, and something... Some liquefied knowledge is pumped into me. A tranquilizer. The pain, unbearable. Will you still love me when I am no longer beautiful? I yearn to scream. Long to scream. But my jaws are clamped shut by angels' lips. I lift my eyes to stare at the face staring back at me. I am whole again. This is God. This can't be right. This isn't right. What's happening? I mumble. Is not this what you wanted? The serpent speaks, backing away. Wait. No. I feel tired. I won't follow. I won't follow. I won't follow. Silence. I can't fight anymore. I close my eyes let the blackness smother me the drumming now louder thumping inside my skull the marrow of my soul I am the ghost of someone else I have become a stranger even to myself I know everything I have seen myself I was cast in my own image now what did he say my name was the suspension breaks I'm not floating, but drowning in water, blinded by pure white light. I've been here before, many times. I awake, I fight to live, I fight and fight and fight. I was lost, but now I am found. The volcanoes calcify beneath me as I am consumed by fire, the clicking at my ear as it had always been, in death as if in life. Golden words appear upon my forehead, etched by the finger of Halel Ben Shaha Nefesh Haya A hospital ward. A crowd gather around a bed a woman on her back, sweating and bleeding. She holds something small, something alive. There is much merriment, clapping, backslapping, and laughing. Mrs. Blake, Eve, congratulations. It's a beautiful bouncing baby boy. Humanity pauses and weeps. I will call him Adam. She whimpers. Exhausted. You have been listening to Cryopod Tapes. Today's story was Weird, written by Dean M. Drinkell. This episode was produced and narrated by Ted Huggins. The original music was also produced by Ted Huggins. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a nice review. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Cryopod Tapes.